Is it a good thing to be vulnerable? We're going to talk about that today. And I'm going to give you some really good reasons why being more vulnerable is a positive thing and how you can start to do that. So let's talk about vulnerability. Brene Brown is the author that probably writes the most about vulnerability, so I thought I would use her definition here. So Brene says that vulnerability is the feeling we get during times of uncertainty, risk, or emotional exposure. So this can be when you decide that you're going to share your feelings with someone without really knowing what's going to happen. Um, and I want to talk about today how vulnerability is a choice. Here's something else that Brené Brown says about vulnerability. Vulnerability is the last thing I want you to see in me and the first thing I look for in you. So in a, in a word, vulnerability is connection. Should you be more vulnerable? Because vulnerability sounds like a bad thing when you think about it, because you're basically putting yourself out there and you're risking getting hurt or not getting accepted. So why is vulnerability such a good thing? Why do we talk about it so much? Well, vulnerability can help make your relationships stronger. When you're vulnerable with someone, you're basically allowing that person in and you're showing more of yourself, maybe parts that you wouldn't normally show. So being vulnerable with someone can let someone see a part of you that maybe you've never let them see. And by doing that, you're creating a connection with that person. You're allowing them in. You're giving them access to a part of yourself that you normally maybe wouldn't. And this can bring things like forgiveness, compassion, understanding. And this is how you build a strong relationship. The other thing that vulnerability does is that it allows you to grow as a person. So being vulnerable requires you to push yourself to um, become a little bit uncomfortable. And because you're allowing yourself to grow, you're developing as a person. So it's essentially a, like a process of personal development. And the goal really is to become a happier person in the end when you're doing personal development. So when you're vulnerable, when you allow yourself to grow, when you allow yourself to do things that you normally maybe wouldn't do, what you're doing is you're allowing the things that maybe you normally would suppress or avoid to come to the surface and you're experiencing those things. So what you're doing when you're doing this is you're building your intuitive muscle, you're facing your fears, and by being more vulnerable, you're expanding your comfort zone. So you're becoming a stronger person. Number three is that it just makes life more interesting. So when we're, so when we're afraid of being vulnerable, what we end up doing is we avoid conversations that can sometimes be hard and we stick with what's safe. What happens with that is that you may never really get to know what could have been. So for example, if you're someone who never rocks the boat, or you feel like you're the wallflower in a group whenever there's a, you know, a celebration. By being vulnerable, you're taking a risk. So you may meet new people. You may try something different in your job. You may try hobbies or activities that you've never tried before, and they can be fun. So really, 
by being vulnerable, you're going to make your life more interesting, more fun. Another thing that not allowing yourself to be vulnerable can do is that it can mean that you miss out on a lot of opportunities. What I mean by this is a little bit connected to the last two things that I talked about, but essentially, if you don't pay attention to what's going on around you, because, well, you're closed off to it or you're afraid of it, then you miss out on the, you know, synchronicities of life. You miss out on maybe the signs or the coincidences that go on around you um, because you're not listening to it. So another thing that you may be doing is blocking the good things, the blessings in life from coming in because you have that wall set up already. So you, you don't allow anything different than what you're used to. I want to read a quote from Chrissy Jammy. To share your weakness is to make yourself vulnerable. To make yourself vulnerable is to show your strength. So when we think of vulnerability, we think of weakness. But in reality, being vulnerable is a strength. Okay, so we talked about why it's good to be vulnerable. Now let's talk about how you can become a bit more vulnerable. If you want to. So the first thing is to connect with others in a way that's reciprocal. So think of reciprocity here. So what I mean by that is that if you're overcompensating in a relationship, if you're doing more than the other person, instead of doing that, instead of fighting so hard to keep something going, to keep a relationship going, why not allow the other person to give 50%? So by reciprocity, what I mean is not to pull your energy away, but to just sit and be with the energy and allow that other, that person to contribute to the relationship without feeling like you need to control everything that's happening. So that can be really scary for someone who maybe feels insecure or feels fears rejection. Um, but I think you'll find that it's really interesting what happens when you decide to just sit um, and allow the other person to come to you <clears throat> and I mean that with friendships with relationships with family it can be with a partner um, now I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk about this but if you feel like most of your relationships are one-sided or that you're putting in way more energy it's probably because you are so the other thing that you can do to be more vulnerable is ask for help so reach out to people when you need it Sometimes we feel like we don't want to bother someone um, or we don't want them to know that we're having a hard time with something. Um, but the reality is that if you reach out and ask for help, most of the time people will do that, will want to help you. And if someone is not willing to help you, you have to ask yourself whether the relationship is reciprocal. <laughs> so it goes back to having balance in a relationship. If you're always the one helping someone else and when you ask them for help they're not there for you i think it's important to realize that there's an imbalance there so it's interesting i'm talking about vulnerability and balance at the same time i think being vulnerable is sort of the action you take to allow the other person to be there for you to show up for you you don't have to go it alone and it's important 
to surround yourself with people who are going to be there for you and to ask for help when you need it. Another point um, that I want to make is to become more vulnerable is to take full responsibility for yourself. So it's really easy to blame other people sometimes when you're feeling like things are not working out. Um, what I'm saying that you can do to be more vulnerable is to own up to your part or your participation, um, your choices in life, your decisions. So I'm not saying that it's okay for someone to abuse you. I'm not saying it's okay for someone to mistreat you. What I am saying is if you're feeling in general that your life is not going in the direction that you want it to go, you have to look at the choices that you've made over time. Um, these decisions have brought you to the point that you are right now. And you can take new decisions to change things if that's something that you want to do. So the point of taking responsibility really is to empower you. Because once you realize that your choices create your life, you can fully appreciate the power that you have. And I think that that shift in the way that you think will also change the power dynamics between you and other people. Not to say that you need to have power over people, but just to say that if there is a relationship that's causing you uh, pain, where you're feeling disempowered, you can change the way you think about it and you can take that power back. Okay, so another way to be more vulnerable is to expand your boundaries. This is a little bit scary because we always talk about boundaries as a way of protecting ourselves, as a way of setting limits with people. What I'm suggesting that is that you can test your boundaries and expand them whenever you feel comfortable with it. But even if you feel a little bit uncomfortable with it, allow yourself to expand your boundaries once in a while. Sometimes we imagine that we're gonna get hurt maybe because of past experiences. So I'll use the example of dating, for example, that we may have very strict boundaries um, in those situations because in the past we haven't had them respected. So what I'm suggesting is that you can allow yourself to expand some of those boundaries and experience something different and see how it goes. It's a little bit of scientific experimenting think of it that way. What I would say is key here is when you feel safe to do so. Another way to be more vulnerable is to accept um, your flaws and your weaknesses. The minute I find this very empowering, the minute that you admit to yourself, that's not something I can do very well, or I made a mistake there, I shouldn't have said that. You empower yourself so much because you all of a sudden the feeling of oh people are going to find me out they're going to know that i'm a fraud they're going to know that i'm not good at this that lifts the minute that you're able to admit your flaws so accept yourself as you are you are not perfect and your flaws are part of who you are and i think in the long run people will respect you more for doing that than if you try to you know construct this identity of perfectionism where people never really see the true you. So really it kind of comes back to authenticity, being authentic. 
um, being yourself, being true, true to yourself and being truly yourself. And that is vulnerability, but it's also empowerment. So another way of being vulnerable is to stand up for yourself. It might seem a little bit like contrary to what I'm trying to say, because we think of vulnerability as weakness, but in actuality, vulnerability um, is strength, as I was just talking about. So standing up for yourself requires strength and vulnerability, because that um, telling someone that you're not happy with something that's happening, um, that you're disappointed, or maybe even angry, uh, takes a lot of strength because you don't know how that person's going to react. And I think it's important to realize that they may not react the way you want them to react. But the important thing is that you've said your piece and you've made it known. Um, your feelings, you've shared your feelings, you've shared your, you know, um, your, the way you're thinking. What I'm trying to say is be your own protector. So I put a few notes down here and what I wrote down is call out the bullshit when someone crosses the line with you. Do it in a respectful way, but do it. And I think when you open up that conversation, that hard conversation, it can open you up to solutions. It can open you up to a dialogue that may never have happened in the first place. Um, and you might consider new options based on what you're talking about with the person. So having that hard conversation, speaking up for yourself, defending, um, standing up for yourself when you need to is really important. And people might surprise you. You might be surprised at how someone reacts to that. Um, the important thing is to communicate very clearly what you want to say without hurting the other person, but by expressing how you're feeling. Another way of being more vulnerable is to accept fully the consequences of your choices. So the key to that is to be willing to accept the consequences, whether they're good or bad when you make a decision. Once you are okay with the two outcomes, all of a sudden you become very empowered. So, you know, as I just mentioned, it takes vulnerability to face either the negative or the positive consequence or outcome. But once you do, you become empowered. And, you know, the reality is of life is that sometimes things work out in your favor and sometimes they don't. Um, and it's okay for something to not go the way you, you had planned. I think the important um, thing is to be okay with either... I think the important thing here is to be okay with either outcome. Take charge of your life. So I'm going to talk about Brene Brown again for a second. In her book, Daring Greatly, she offers a lot of advice on how to face your vulnerability. I'm going to read that here. She suggests that doing it in small steps and recognizing your bravery when you do it is really important. Realizing that everyone else is focused on their own life. So focus on yours and stop worrying about what others think. Don't forget that perfectionism doesn't really exist. There's no such thing. It's impossible to meet that standard. So stop trying because you're just setting yourself up for failure when you do. Um, so for me, when I read that and I look at that, I think it means being authentic, accepting that not everyone's going to agree with who you are and what you do, 
and just to be fine with that. I think the alternative to not being vulnerable is to live an inauthentic life, to not be yourself, to not be doing the things you want to do. So to be you, to truly accept who you are, to truly love yourself, and to be yourself takes vulnerability. So with all of that said, can you really afford not to be vulnerable? That's the real question. I would love to hear what you think about being vulnerable. Um, does it feel comfortable to you? Is that something that you've had to work on? I'd like to hear about it in the comments section.